welcome back to the Figured It Out podcast. I'm Natasha. And I'm Emma, and we're so glad you are joining us today for another episode of the Figured It Out podcast. Um, there are just some housekeeping items I want to address right off the bat, Natasha. <laughs> yeah, go for so, it. So, so first off, um, I was listening back to last week's episode, and at one point I said, let's circle back to that, and we never circled back. So <laughs> that's okay. I feel now. like that's typical for us where we're like, oh, yes. we'll mention that never, never get to it. Yeah. So we're circling back now. So <laughs> we have a new location for Natasha to be recording in that is cockroach free, um, roommate free and um, dumbbell free. <laughs> yeah. Um, which when you listen that way, you could describe like so many better places than where I was. So this is good. Um, but actually, I'm in a really cool place. I have the opportunity to record at the Daily Signal podcast studio at Heritage. And so that's been really, really fun. Um, so I feel super professional. I have like all their mics and their headset stuff. I'm not using any of it, though, just because <laughs> they would have had to train me in. Um, which actually, Emma, they were willing to do it, but I was like, we, we have a good system. We don't need to do that. Um, yeah, why, why mess with perfection? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what's really cool is there's an on air button so I can push that. And then people know that we're recording in here. Um, ah. granted there's no one left in the building. It's just me. So that's pointless, <laughs> but, um, it's pretty cool. I'm super excited for it. That's awesome. Oh, that's so fun. So Honestly, like I was listening back and Natasha's audio sounds better than mine at this point. So, you know, one that's a big step for us. Big step. So <laughs> it's exciting. Yes. Yes. A lot better than the gym. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. And then the other uh, the other piece of business I, I want to address right at the front forefront is we were wrong about when The Bachelorette premiered. Um, it premiered on Tuesday. <laughs> so it has premiered by the time you're hearing this. But we said it was coming on Monday and it's Tuesday. So. Adjust your schedules, you know, um, figure that out. But sorry about that. We have to make those. Is it, is it called corrections when, like, you misprint something or you misstate yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So addressing that right off the bat, sorry, you guys. I'm really sorry, too, just for myself, honestly, because I was planning on watching tonight, but I can't. And I have a meeting tomorrow at, like, right over Bachelorette oh. time. Um, and I probably shouldn't multitask. I should. No. Yeah. You really should give your full attention to the bachelorette. Exactly. Exactly. You (laughs) waste. (laughs) Right. Um, oh, well tomorrow. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, so those are the, those are my two things. Otherwise today we are talking about, um, moving. Which is a very big topic and one we've kind of put off a little bit just because Mm -hmm. we I don't know, we're a little exhausted by moving and all of that entails. Yeah. Um, And so we've, we've, in our prep for tonight, we have, or today, or, you know, it's night when we're recording, we have kind of condensed it down to the four, the five stages, four four and a half-ish, maybe. We split, yeah, never mind. Um, (laughs) The stages of moving and how we kind of see, see the moving process going and, and that's how we've structured tonight, today, you know, I shouldn't use time terms because the joy of a podcast is you don't have to listen live (laughs) well okay maybe it's just me but is it because it's dark that you feel like we have to make the fact that it's like tonight I didn't feel like that what maybe yeah yeah because I never felt like that over the summer but now I feel like it's very much this is the evening we're recording at night Mm -hmm. yeah right 
Also because you and I have already been talking for like an hour or two about just yeah. like life. So it's like, oh, time has definitely passed. Time has and gone like by. now now it is the evening. But <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It was so good. Like I know I know last week we mentioned like we just haven't talked in a while. And so I think today pre no, in the middle of podcast planning, we just <laughs> kind of had like a little like quick catch up heart to heart about all that's happening in the world or in our worlds and so it was kind of interspersed with with podcast planning but also just yeah updates of life so emma and i are all caught up on each other's lives and feel like we can we can podcast now before it was like oh we just need to talk but um, yeah yes yeah so with that being said let's let's dive right in to to the four and four-ish five-ish stages of of moving as as a 20 something, but it really applies to any age, but kind of how it looked like, looks like, looked like for us. Yeah. So number one, you have the search of just like finding a place. And honestly, this is one of the most exact exhausting and time consuming parts of moving. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it takes so long. Right. I mean, ideally you make that as short as possible, but it's so kind of shot in the dark, hit and miss. Like you Mm -hmm. never really know. Um, and it's, yeah, you have to just keep going until, until you do it. And so honestly, you just kind of got to dive right in and start. Um, and the sooner I, like what we were saying is the sooner you can get like out and about looking, the sooner you can actually find a place. Mm -hmm. So always start earlier than you think you're needing to start. Yeah. And like when Emma says like starting to like get out and about, like moving beyond just looking online and actually touring Mm -hmm. things. Because I think that you can have an idea in your mind of like, oh, I want this. But like, what does that actually mean? And when you're in a space or when you're in a location, you might change. And it's really important to know that as soon as possible. Yeah, it's kind of a rubber reads the road thing of um, it's all these hypothetical situations in your head of like that won't work for us or this looks perfect or I don't know, but you have to be in the space to really see yourself in the space. Mm-hmm. Granted, people sight unseen things. Um, some of us, me and one of our other roommates, kind of didn't see a place before we decided to move forward with it at one point. But you, it's so much help, more helpful to be in a space and to picture. You say, can I picture living here? Mm-hmm. Um, so get getting in earlier. Then otherwise, it's just a link that you're like, this is an option. Once you start calling, getting in, that's really when when you can start searching and actually getting going yeah and I think too so like for us this last summer when we moved we went from an apartment to a house and Mm -hmm. just like trying to figure out what are the differences with that um was really important because you can look at an apartment complex and know like a lot of that just because we've already lived there but knowing Mm -hmm. like a house and a neighborhood and like accessibility then to to locations and stuff was just a new challenge um, mm-hmm. and so like actually going to visit those places, even for some of them, we just drove by, but that I think was really helpful. Yeah, we definitely, there was, there was one, I think that we didn't really even need to go in to know it wasn't going to work. And so we didn't know that until we drove by it and we realized it was like a random villa in the middle of nowhere that we're like, this doesn't really ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as we pulled up, I think we all kind of had an uneasy feeling. Um, and so like just being in person is where the where where the decisions are made yeah um Mm -hmm. and i think that's just something that it makes it so much more streamlined if you see that early on yeah and then like you 
moving like what to search for once mm-hmm. you're in those places you know what you're looking for we're not going to dive into like all the different details because um we kind of talked about that in a prior episode about apartments if you want to listen back but no no kind of what you're looking for regarding location regarding price regarding bedroom bathrooms regarding space in general because square footage is is also Square footage is different than how many bedrooms is in the place. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's something we had to really focus on in the next place that we moved in this place we moved to because um, square footage is, is a lot different. And yeah. Yeah. It can just be sentence. deceptive when people say like, oh, you have a three bedroom house. But what does that really mean as far as actual space? Um mm-hmm. So yeah, knowing like kind of those non-negotiables and that's different for each person. Obviously, like we have a very unique um experience with moving because we were four roommates that wanted to live together mm-hmm. um which normally isn't how like rooming situations go usually it's like oh I I need this and so I'm gonna live with these people but ours right. was more like I'm gonna live with these people so I need this um and it was yeah. just a little bit different but like knowing what it is that you're really looking for will just help um streamline the process because you don't want to you don't want to like have a wish list of things that aren't actually practical because they don't meet your non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And conversely, when you are looking like specifically with roommates and you have those non-negotiables, then you know what not to even bring up. Exactly. You know, you don't, you wouldn't get attached to something if there wasn't this option here because, mm-hmm. because yeah, when you're rooming, looking with roommates, you have that, that obstacle of you have to not only find something you like, but that in our case, three other people like, which can be difficult. So it's nice, nice to point out those things right at the beginning of these are what I absolutely will not debate. And then also really needing to look at the, that you will need to compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, oh, I was going to make a, a joke, but I don't know. We kind of moved on from it, but like the non-negotiables, they're kind of like dating where it's like, you don't want to get attached to somebody if that's not going to work out. And it's kind of the same with like houses. Where if, oh, you, for sure. <laughs> where if you know, like, oh, we can't actually live there. Like, don't entertain the thought of it. Just like, oh, if this person doesn't have, you know, these things, then like a relationship isn't possible. Um, mm-hmm. And that was my analogy. But yes, you also do have to compromise. And that's where the analogy breaks down. So um, yeah. with housing, though, <laughs> you do need to compromise. And that's an important thing to know. You know, I really want to run with this dating analogy. <laughs> Because I read something interesting the other day about how there's matchmakers and deal breakers, and we can just discuss this just ourselves. But I thought it was so interesting. So let's talk about this sometime. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Just a <laughs> mental note for us when we're listening back next time. Uh, when I'm editing, I'll remember to text you. Okay. Um, good. So yes, know, know what you're looking for and then, then start looking. And where to look is really, really the big question because there's so many places and it can, can be a little overwhelming. Super. Yeah. Um, we definitely, I feel like we exhausted all of our different ways of looking for housing. So with mm-hmm. that, like we definitely had a broad search. Um, yeah. The easiest is, say, oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Thank you. I would say definitely when you have time on your side, start with word of mouth. If you know you're mm-hmm. moving in six months, say, hey, I'm moving. This is the area I'm looking know of anything and like ask people in the area ask those who who have rental properties because when there's time on your side um things can happen it it would be it's it's not very common but when you have time on your side it's not it doesn't hurt to ask around um 
and because the best the best situations are when when they're not when you're not competing against people or with someone you know and it, it just works out um, without all the hoopla around it. Mm-hmm. That being said, not always the case. In which case, like you were gonna say, um, there's lots of different options with online. Yeah, and one thing kind of with that of like where to look. Um, so we had kind of two simultaneous moving experiences. We moved um, from our apartment to the house in Minnesota. And then mm-hmm. I also moved from Minnesota to DC and I had to find housing yes. out here. And mm-hmm. that was something where it was like, how do you even know where to look? Um, and this is more like locationally, but also sites wise um, when you're moving to a new place. And I think that's yeah. where word of mouth was super, super important. Um, mm-hmm. So like I looked on a lot of church classifieds that one of my friends out here went um, the church that she's involved in. And that was really helpful to give me an idea of, honestly, just like good places to live in DC. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I ended up living with like the organization that I'm working for. So that worked out super well, but just like utilizing um, contacts that you have in an area or um, yeah, kind of getting a feel of where Mm -hmm. other young people are living or people that you would want to live near. Yeah. Yeah. So anything close to anything personal is the best way to find it. We have Mm -hmm. some good friends who, who found it, who found, um, their place that they're living through like I think um their mom's bible study friend or I don't know the whole connection but that like because the mom was saying oh my son's looking for a place to live and and the word of mouth thing happened yeah so and like that and it turned out to be in a really awesome situation for them so I think word of mouth I will I would recommend that all the time if possible otherwise going to those online sites we really dove into Zillow, Hotpads, Mm -hmm. Apartments.com hardcore and it was exhausting i at one point had looked at like every single rental option within the twin cities it wasn't even like locationally specific really it was just Mm -hmm. like anything that that was on there that was yeah west or east of wright county it was just crazy (sighs) um crazy yeah we spent so much time searching through those sites Mm mm-hmm and, and what we kind of did, or I don't think we planned to do this, but how it worked out was I feel like you you really looked on Zillow. All the mm-hmm. listings you showed me were Zillow. I was looking on Hotpads. We had another friend looking on Apartments.com and Facebook Marketplace. And so we all kind of like were on our own site looking, sending listings. And yeah, there was some crossover. And like by the time we knew like, oh, that's the house <laughs> with the pink cabinets. And like we knew there was like certain places where like, oh, we've all seen this one. We always yep. click on it thinking it's a good option. And then we were like, oh, yeah, can't live. That's why. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. But so there's there's a lot of online sites. That's where things are going to be the most competitive. But also there's that's where there's going to be the most options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great way to kind of see the market, too, of like, yeah. what can I afford and what is available for that? Um, and sometimes that can help you too, to make like just a more informed decision for sure. Um, but for us, I think it was very much like a reality check of like, Mm -hmm. we obviously have these things that we really want, but like, are those reconcilable to what we're seeing available? Um, and I think that's a good thing to like, not ignore, um, what the market looks like and like have kind of this wishful, um, hope that you're going to find this perfect thing. And that's where like that, those whole compromises come in where you're like, oh, okay, reality check, I have to to choose to do something that maybe I don't completely want to do, um, whether that's mm-hmm. price or location. But that's just like the, the state of looking for a place. Yeah, definitely. 
And then, I mean, it can be super discouraging too, especially mm-hmm. when you're when you're really good looking on those sites and you're calling and you're trying to make a good impression. Like, I was, I I did a lot of calling for us when we were looking, and it was just I was so many people I would leave messages for, and then maybe only thirty percent of them would call me back. And then when they would call me back, I'd be like, "So wait, which one is this for?" Because I've called on so many places, and you're just in over your head and you're trying to make something stick. But um, things go so fast or people don't have communication. And so you really have to always put your best foot forward knowing that you're probably not going to get chosen. Mm -hmm. And I I think too, yeah, like the discouragement thing too, like you can get a showing then finally after all that calling and you can get to a place and be like, whoa, this is totally not what we want. Mm -hmm. And that is just, that's one of the worst feelings too, because you like made it through all those hoops. And it was just like, absolutely not. We can't live here. Mm -hmm. And conversely, like once you're in that place and yeah, it might be a no, as soon as you're in that place and they're, they've taken the time to show you it, they're pretty much ready for you to make a decision there. Mm -hmm. If they've gotten you this far, they're going to hand you the application at the end of your, your tour. And they're probably going to say, we have seven other interested parties. So apply early. Granted, I don't know if that's true. If they do have seven other interested parties, but I've heard, we heard that so many times. Yeah. And so you just have to, oh, go ahead. No, go. (laughs) Um, Your audio is like a little delayed. So sometimes I actually have no idea what you say. I only catch that really like the end part (laughs) and it's kind of funny. So if anything I say doesn't really match up, just like let me know. I'm I'm doing my best to like catch it, but it's just funny. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Okay. Love it. Um, No, you just have to be ready to commit. And like Mm -hmm. you have to kind of know going into it like if this is a place that works out we're gonna sign the or we're gonna apply mm-hmm. tonight type of thing yeah. because otherwise I don't know it's just then you're spending a lot of energy and just spinning your wheels because people want right want you to commit and someone else yeah. is gonna apply right and like you gotta kind of make decisions quickly as possible because otherwise like for us we didn't do this well because we had like three or four options on the table that none mm-hmm. of us liked and we were like literally just looking for a sign for anything <laughs> and then we then we literally saw a sign <laughs> on the side of the road and it was just <laughs> two plus or three bedroom two bathroom house for rent and then a number <laughs> and we were like should we do it and we're like what we're we have like, nothing to this... lose at this point we just like we're at we're at the end of it um we and so we texted oh. the number and that's where we're living yep and that's not where so, we thought all of our searching. We couldn't even find it online because remember we went back to look for it. It was and the only yeah yeah the only place it was listed was on the side of the road. That was it. So and that was it was a very unique situation. So like what we're saying doesn't really apply to it because just just for reference, like we we met up with him. He was great, and I think he conversely really really wanted it to work for us too. We had a kind of a good relationship off the bat. Because he sounded like he turned away people, like so many people. He was, mm-hmm. his phone was blowing up. He took the sign. He pretended his phone didn't work after a while because <laughs> people just kept calling him. Um, he said he took the sign down. Um, people were coming to the driveway when they saw his car in there just because they're like, hey, is this, but like he really waited for us and really he did allow us to have time and think it over. But so that was a unique situation. That but was, it yeah, worked out. Super unique. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's been great. I've only been there for like, 48 hours but you guys seem to like it (laughs) yeah it's it's really coming together we'll get to that in a little bit but we're making this house our home which has been fun 
And I think that's like one of the fun things about living in a house. So that's an exciting yeah. thing too. Like moving can be super, super exciting, which is hard mm-hmm. to remember when you're in the searching and like, well, just all the, the prior stages yeah. of it. But Right. And my last little bit on that search was it is important to put your best foot forward with landlords because that's why that's why our landlord waited for us because um, he it's, it's, he just really liked us, I think, which mm-hmm. I know sounds a little silly to say in front of everyone, but like he did, he disliked us. And one thing he said is, I want to rent to the right people. I'd be willing to let this house sit vacant so I can find the right people. I want to find people who are going to take care of this like it's their own house and make it their home. And we said that that's what we want to do with wherever we live. Mm-hmm. And so I think like we had conversation with him. We, we told him what he wanted to hear. And so like, that's, I think a big part of why you got this place. I yeah. For, yeah. If our landlord sure. ever finds this podcast, he can <laughs> let us know if that's, that's true. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I feel like if we told him we had this podcast, he might listen. Listen a hundred percent. Um, yeah. Let's move we, on. Let's move on. We have a weird relationship <laughs> Sorry, with our landlords. Sorry, you were going to say something and then... No, I was just saying, I, just... I feel like he was part of the selling point because, like, getting a good landlord is oh, hit and miss. And that's just huge. something that comes with renting. And we really love out. Oh, yeah. Out. So, and we were like, yo, we want to rent from this guy. He's, I know. He's so cool. <laughs> but, oh. yeah. Yeah, um, find a good landlord that communicates. Yes. That's my last, the search. Yeah, for sure. Um, after um, you also, find... oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have one more disclaimer. Also, yes. we are talking about renting because that's not how you search for a home you're going to live in. <laughs> yes. Valid. If you're going to live in a house, find a real estate agent because bonus tip, it really doesn't cost anything to find a real estate agent when you're buying a house. You might pay a $400 fee, like a admin fee, but otherwise you don't pay the real estate agent. I don't know if people knew that because before I worked in real estate, I didn't know that. Good to know. Good to know. Yep. All right. You found the place you're living now. What is the next step? Next step is a lot less fun, and that is packing. And it's overwhelming. Yes, it is. And if there's so many, so many things of, uh, so many things to juggle when packing. And the first one is just when do you start? Because mm-hmm. you might have a home picked out, and you have a moving day picked out. It's like, all right, so do I start packing now, or do I wait two weeks before? a day before the day of is there is there crossover if you can get crossover that's that's gold I feel like but yeah yeah no it's so hard um just because and you cut out so I don't know if you just said this so if I completely repeat (laughs) what you said like you are still using everything in your home and so it's just like trying to figure out what do I pack and what makes sense to do that? Or what am I going to have to unpack mm-hmm. tomorrow? Because, oh, wait, I needed to do that. Yeah, you know? right. And that's just really hard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's funny because the cutout won't show up on the podcast. It's just in our call that we're on. So it's just kind of funny. But yes, <laughs> agreed. Like I was I was working from home while we were packing. And it was like, well, I, I, need, I need a place to sit still. I need a desk or like a, a flat surface to work on and I need something to be make me happy in this space and so yeah you're still living in this space you still need your stuff um and if it's a small space other then you're like dealing with boxes mm-hmm. up the wall like everything's nicely tucked in its closets when when you're living there but if it's all in boxes like that's in your living room and you're walking all over it so it's a it's a balancing act of start early enough so you're not too stressed but also um Sometimes it's nice to do it all at once too. So all of your clothes can be together versus half your clothes. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's hard. Like, so coming out to DC, one of the struggles as well was just like, I'm packing up my stuff, but my stuff just intersects with a lot of your guys's and it's being used as well. And so it was like, oh, what do I pack? And I feel bad not like pulling my share of, of getting the house ready to, or getting the apartment ready to move. Um, but that was just like a really unique thing when you're moving out of someplace mm-hmm. kind of on a different timeline of how do you yeah. navigate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that was a very unique scenario, but I think it's a scenario that does happen. Whether whether you have roommates and one's leaving a month or two early, mm-hmm. it's, oh, half your I'm relying on half of your stuff uh, because I didn't bring two, two of these things. So it, it's a balancing act that, yeah. that we didn't really perfect but <laughs> that said um go okay <laughs> <laughs> that said um when it comes to packing we have a few like just quick tips of mm-hmm. the best things and some of these are self-explanatory and common sense some of them though are things that are just good to remember because yes. packing's overwhelming moving's overwhelming and sometimes you think oh shortcuts but like maybe you should you, these are just things you should still yeah. do Right. And then we say quick tips. We mean them quick. We're not going to explain them too much. First one, make sure that the boxes aren't too heavy. Otherwise, you have to move them. And either the box will break in, your stuff will all fly out, and that's thing. Or, like, you're just going to strain your movers. Mm-hmm. And Natasha did this. She put all I'm her so stuff sorry. in one huge box, which was convenient at one point, and then we had to move it. <laughs> but, so, just don't don't make boxes too heavy. That's the first one. Um, number two, label all the boxes. Um, I don't think I did this either, but I did it for you. Thank you. You're the bestest. (laughs) Um, put in like what room they go to and then for your own sanity, like what's in them. So you don't have to unpack Mm -hmm. them to figure it out. Yeah. I had fun labeling my stuff. I just like gave fun little descriptions because why not? Yeah. Label (laughs) them. Number three, this is just mine. And I don't really think it's a good idea. Like, I don't know if it's actually good. This is just what I have. Like, I just keep all my hanging clothes on my hangers and either put a garbage bag around them or put them in a laundry basket. Because otherwise you're taking time, taking them all off and folding them and putting them in something and then moving them. And then when you get there, you have to put them all back on hangers. It was, it's simple enough to just move, hang up. If all your clothes are already hung up. Just my idea. Don't know if it's that great. No, that's a good idea. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks. Um, you're welcome. Number four. Um, this one is just like at the very end of packing, you're gonna realize there's still stuff left to pack, which is maybe a weird mm-hmm. statement. But like have a couple of boxes that are just left over where you can just throw things in that you didn't realize you would have laying around. Um right. and just like a miscellaneous thing that you are able to yeah, put things in um at the very end. Yep. You're going to be tempted to grab those boxes and fill them, but just leave one or two out. Just mm-hmm. do it. And the last quick tip, not going to dwell on this, just clean while you're packing because cleaning is typically a big part of it too. Clean it. Once the space is empty, clean it. Yeah. Helpful. Um, okay. Next, obviously, like when you're moving, you're going to pack everything. But also when you're moving from um, one state to the other, like what to pack becomes really important because mm-hmm. chances are it's a lot more limited. And I think this is something that like if you're going to grad school or if you're going to, you know, if we have some younger listeners listening um, for college, like this is something you still have to struggle with of like, what do you bring? Um, and I think just like taking stock of like, what are you going to be doing um, and figuring all that out 
is really important. So you have an idea of, of what to bring. Currently, it got kind of cold in DC the last like three days and I've been freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully there's um, overnight shipping, um, although we won't be paying for that, but you can mail things to people. And so Emma's gonna be sending a code over, but that's just something <laughs> to like, to think about of like, what do you need to bring? And um, I'm packing well with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I've never moved across the country, but yes, yes. That's huge. Um, and that's packing. Like, in the end of the day, everything has to move from point A to point B if you're in, like, in the traditional moving sense. So get it all in a box, get it in something, and then let's move on to the moving part because now everything's packed. How does moving look? Um, yes. Okay, so, like, one huge theme is having a clean house to move into is so much better um, because mm-hmm. you're not going to want to live in a dirty place. So you're going to clean it at some point. And right. it's just good to do that before you bring all your boxes or furniture or whatever right. inside. Yeah. It's easier to vacuum the whole floor before all the boxes are on the floor. Or it's exactly. easier to wipe down a cabinet before you put all of your your cups and your plates and your bowls in mm-hmm. the cabinet. So do that sooner, whether that means you go an hour earlier and do that, or you have a crew that does that, That's which was what we did and which was amazing. Um, however you do it, I think that's big. Mm -hmm. I I would always recommend that. Yeah. It's definitely not something to skip. No, please don't. Unless it's like a professional apartment building. Like when we moved into our apartment the first time, we were kind of ready to clean, but it was very clean Mm -hmm. because they have professional cleaners and yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. mm -hmm. And then getting to move in day, we don't have much to say about it except for like, there's a list of things you should have. Mm-hmm. Number uh, one, have a crew. Invite people to come mm-hmm. help you. Um, invite strong people because, like, you don't want it to be, like, you don't want to hurt anyone. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, so just having a good crew yeah. is super important. Mm-hmm. We, we, we had a – how many did – there was – this was us. There was only five of – there was six of us moving out when we moved out of our apartment – and that was a good number, but honestly, three more would have been totally fine, too. We could mm-hmm. definitely have gone with more people because we all did a lot of flights of those stairs. Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, like, when you have um, a lot of times, like, some people are in this section or some people are in that. Like, it just it, – you can put everyone to work. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, having a good group of people um, is super important. Yeah, and have a plan with those people, I think, is big. Mm-hmm. So we kind of – it was more streamlined of, in the, yeah, sorry, back up, have a plan of <laughs> some people are moving things back and forth. Some people are just fitting things in the trailers and the trucks and the cars and the vans. And then conversely, when we got to the place we're living, like only me and my, the two other roommates knew where things were going. Otherwise people just brought things in the house and then we'd move things in the house where they're going to be. Kind of just have a plan set in place. It doesn't have to be perfected, but not everyone needs to, do be doing the exact same thing. You can just kind of make a game plan and that's adjustable on the day of, you don't have to have that down three days before. Yeah. Um, and then also having like enough vehicles to move things in or else to have a truck. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that you don't want to have to cram things in or I don't know, especially if you're moving mm-hmm. a long distance, like you just want to be able to yeah. make as few trips as possible. Right. 
And then especially if you've got big furniture, mm -hmm. which as you get into bigger places and houses and you've got beds, you've got couches, you've got nightstands and bookshelves and like there's just so much you can have. Yeah. The more space you have it, the easier it is. And then you don't have to play Tetris in your car. Yeah, exactly. Um, this one, this next point maybe should have been at the beginning or the end. Um, but like having it, like you have to just know that moving's kind of miserable, but then you have to have a good attitude and just have fun while you're doing it. Oh, for sure. You gotta, like, I think we, I tried to make moving day as fun as possible, mm -hmm. but also it was a stressful day, but we got donuts in the morning, just like, you know, like, oh, let's get donuts this moving day or make sure people know that you're really thankful that they're there mm -hmm. and just make it a fun experience and smile. And even if you're dying of stares and heat and exhaustion, just, just make it, make it a good time. Also have caution because you can't just be too fun and not work or <laughs> make gouges in the walls. I made a pretty big gouge at our apartment, but Did it wasn't caught. Oh, so. yeah. Well, it was, it was in like the hallway. Mm -hmm. Um, as we, as I was like, I think I was moving a bookshelf out and I just kind of turned too soon and like the sharp corner of a bookshelf just kind of take a chunk out of the wall. <laughs> nice. But, um, yeah, you know. no, being careful with all of that is important. Mm hmm. And also a best way to have fun is to have food. And also it's a good way to thank the people that help you. Mm hmm. Um, also when we, oh, go ahead. When we moved in, like it was, it was so such a blessing. My mom made food actually, and she brought just a crock pot of sloppy joes, and she brought like all the she brought paper plates and all that because we didn't have all like our plates out, and it was just so nice. It was so slick, and she, it was just such a great thing to have on that day. So I was really blessed by that. No, that's so perfect. I think too, like you can be so focused on moving things in and like getting that done, and you forget that you're just gonna be starving by the end of the day too. So mm -hmm. having a plan for food or something that you you know you're going to do is really important. Yeah. And it was fun to sit down and be like, oh, we're eating lunch in our living room mm -hmm. or a kitchen. You know, that was fun. So I don't know. That's kind of the, the moving day, which the, the moving day also kind of spills into the unpacking day. Yes. If you, you can, yeah. So then like once all your stuff has physically been moved from point A to point B, whether that was in one trip or five trips over one day or five days, you kind of have to start unpacking um, with whatever timeline you're given. Yeah. And like one thing, it can just be overwhelming to be like, where do I start? And I think that one really big thing is like setting up your beds first. So like, you know mm -hmm. where you're going to be sleeping that night because you're going to be exhausted. And mm -hmm. just like having that set up is going to be such a good feeling. Um, and I'm sorry that my bed took so long for you guys to set up because I just feel like that made it so much more complicated for y'all, but sorry. Um, yeah, they can also be really frustrating things to set up. So like getting that done early on before you're like, oh my goodness, I need to just go to sleep. is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Natasha's bed, you guys. It, well, my bed too, but we could not figure out your bed to save the life of us. We finally did. One of our friends did. Of course he did. Um, but like, I mean, my bed just for simple and ease we had, I think there were six of us or five of us just like all right everyone hold it and push it and like so that was a nice utilize your friends but yeah get your beds gone get your sheets on know where your sheets are so you can put them on your bed so then yeah go to bed also triggering off that bed or moving out of the bed like the get the big furniture where you want it while you have the help mm -hmm. while you have people who are still around to help move and to situate things um, because big furniture it while it is movable it's it's harder to move yeah. 
And it's very much like the first thing you unpack in a way, because like that's going to dictate then where you put other things of like, oh, what room is this? You know, so like having the furniture mm-hmm. kind of set up helps to give you more of a vision so that you can actually unpack those smaller things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then it's just, a, there's a process, like you can make whatever process you want when it comes to unpacking, whether whether um, you want to do this first or that first, there's no big blatant things that we think jump out at us. Um, but I don't think you need to really rush that unless it's really important to you to rush it, but it doesn't all have to come together overnight. Yeah. And like, you don't want to feel like you're living in a mess for the next few days as you're trying to unpack. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes there can be like, oh, I want to just like put everything away. But like the reality is you're going to be tired and it's going to be just a lot of work. Um, especially as you start moving more and like just expanding, like you just have more stuff. Um, I think Mm -hmm. when we moved into our apartment, it was very easy to unpack because we really didn't have that much at the time. Um, versus now it was a lot more, um, just, yeah, a lot more stuff and boxes to go through. And so you don't want to just have things be like laying around or messy or things to get broken or lost. And so I think mm-hmm. like having a plan and, and not rushing that is really important. Right. And like it, kind of spilling into like decorating too. Like mm-hmm. um, sometimes things when they're not sprawled, like they're, they're, they're nicer and neater in boxes than in, all over the floor. Yeah. I don't know. No, for but. sure. And that just helps with like our last point of just moving is like settling in. And obviously mm-hmm. like boxes are not a very settled feeling. But now there's everything just chaotically around too. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of what what I was thinking in our process is like Rome wasn't built in a day. Like it takes time to get mm-hmm. things the way you want them to. So so just I mean, obviously you're not gonna want to take five months to get something put together, but it doesn't have to be done in the next three days, um, because it's been a stressful weekend or week or whatever you do. Like if you take time off of work or whatnot, like it's been stressful. And that while they're, while a picture on the wall makes things happier, it doesn't inhibit your ability to live in a space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just like recognizing like you can take it more slowly um, and like you're going to figure out what you need and like you don't have to have all of that right away when you move in and giving yourself mm-hmm. the space to just be like, okay, I'm going to make a plan to, you know, go shopping for this room specifically, or I'm going to make a list of like what we need or you know, regardless of what it is, of just, like, allowing yourself to do that, but not having to have everything right away. Yeah, definitely. Um, And you'll quickly learn what you need. Uh, So just kind of a few different ways that we, we as in here, um, and I'm sure you did a big target runner, you got stuff once you moved too, was we, we we really took inventory fast of, oh, we need something here, 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 here. Mm -hmm. And we started scouring Facebook Marketplace for a lot of things, which has been profitable and also very stressful just because you're dealing with other people. Um, that's not their It's not their full-time job to sell things on Facebook Marketplace, so it takes time and lots of coordination. But Facebook Marketplace is a great place to get things. Yeah. Fun fact, um, I bought a couch for them from D.C. and had to coordinate that whole like pickup drop off thing which was super stressful and maybe not the best idea but just like <laughs> a good memory well I don't know if it's a good memory but it was an interesting one that's that's for sure 
That's for sure. It has since been sold. <laughs> I never really got to see it or sit in it. That's so crazy. Yeah, it didn't really fit in yeah. the space. And since selling it, we've had several people be like, hey, this is a lot better. So please know that it is, it is in good hands. Or not just good hands, but it's, it was a better improvement, I good, think. Good, Um, But yeah, we sold it last night. Did you see the Venmo come through? Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Facebook Marketplace. We did a big Ikea run this weekend, and we just got got decorations but also things that were very helpful for us and that we needed so that was it was a very large bill but like we just filled with all the things we needed and now we feel like we have all the things we need and like you might have to do a target run like the the day after we moved in I wanted a shower and we needed a shower liner so I woke up uh, 15 20 minutes earlier ran to target to get a shower so I could take a shower that morning Yeah, there's a lot of things I feel like that you don't think about that once you're in a space, you're like, oh, we need that. And we don't mm-hmm. have it. So that's fun. Yeah. And I'm sure your experience was a little different just while you were settling into D.C. too, because like, you were in a completely new space with by yourself. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, just like getting to know the area was a huge aspect of settling in um, of like, where am I? And like, what's near me? Fun fact, there's no Target near me. Um, so that was really sad to to realize. But yeah, just kind of like there's that aspect of settling into like your surroundings. And that's a really important part when you're moving to a new city of knowing um, kind of like what areas to avoid and what areas to be in. And just that mm-hmm. aspect of, of neighborhoods and stuff. A little bit less, yeah. like we knew what we were getting into when we moved to Roseville. But it's still like you get to know your neighbors or you get to know kind of like what's nearby. And that's like a fun thing too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's been fun getting to know our neighbors. Uh, the other day, so I've been raking a lot and I think me and me and one of my roommates don't really look like each other, but he keeps thinking that we're the same person. Oh, that's funny. And he goes, he's like, I only see you out here raking leaves. Do the other <laughs> ones just not, not have to do that or what? Did you pull the short straw? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, well, the other roommate's been working out here too but like <laughs> and so he just like he's like oh I was like you'll have to tell them that not me and so he was like I'll give them crap next time I see them I was like ah oh, shoot <laughs> it's just like ah oh, neighbors it's been fun to have neighbors they've been very kind to us that's so good I'm super excited to meet mm-hmm. them that'll be fun yeah they're great they are mm. great um yeah so just getting to know things settling in like I, we're still moving in basically and it's been over mm-hmm. it hasn't been a month yet but yeah, well and I still feel like month. yeah what it hasn't even been a month no yet. it's been like three weeks maybe three I can't weeks? remember I maybe it has been a month know. um it just is such a process of like feeling like something's home and that's a very different feeling from the initial like all right we're gonna leave a place that we've really come to love and now we're going to have to um just like change all of that aspect of where we call home and where we land and all of that Mm -hmm. um and that's just like it takes a while to have that ultimate like settled feeling but Mm -hmm. it's also so rewarding when you're there yeah and this was just our logistical physical summary (laughs) of how this process works you know if you're a sentimental person like me there's like a whole mental thing there too because i i don't like change and it was (laughs) sad to leave a place and you know whatnot and whatnot but so, like, that's just our uh, logistical uh, advice for you guys. 
Yeah, we can cover an emotional aspect of it later if you really want. We were going to make this a two-parter, so maybe maybe there is potential there. <laughs> How to say moving, comma, emotionally. <laughs> um, um, no, I think that we've covered kind of like the logistic aspects of of how do you move from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to figure out, yeah. but also yeah. um, it has to be done. So, yeah. And also, I feel in my head that we've talked about this already. And I don't think it was in the apartment, like recently. So I'm sorry if this is all repeat information, but hopefully it's valuable information. Um, yeah, I've said in a lighthearted and fun way. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know where we talked about it with it. I know we did, but I, I just, don't either. We can't find it. I was, so sorry. To I'm everybody. looking back. Yeah, I look back in the notes and none of it's here. But you know, not like we always stick to notes. So <laughs> actually, I think today we did today we did. Yeah. And that's good. And that's good. Um, because the note taking process was very lengthy <laughs> in, in our conversation. Anyways, you guys, I think um, Tasha have any last minute moving advice to say? Not really. Um, just like recording this has made me so not excited to have to move again because I realize how much stuff I have out here that I have to now pack up again. And that's just like, oh, I hate that. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Now I know how to do it better. So that'll be yeah. good. Exactly. And conversely, every time we add something to this house, we can go pick something up from Facebook Marketplace. I think, man, we're going to have to move that next time. <laughs> so yeah, the process never really leaves you. Hire movers when you're, oh, my last thing and then I'm going to, wrap it up is I heard at one point like once you get to like mid 20s 30s like eventually you need to be an adult and hire movers and not bribe your friends with pizza Mm -hmm. to help you move Mm -hmm. and I don't think I don't think we're at that stage yet we obviously weren't because that's kind of what we did and um, we were easily bribed with pizza but eventually you guys just hire movers let them do the work and just hope that the moving truck goes to the right spot (laughs) and with that um, that is our moving 101 for you guys. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Otherwise, I don't think so. But Bachelorette right. comes out. Oh, no, it's already out. Never mind. But yes. for me, it comes so, out tomorrow. So go catch up. Go catch up on the Bachelorette, and we will see you next week. <laughs>